Welcome to the Life and Times podcast with your host Lloyd Phillips. This is a podcast that's put on for the people, by the people, of the people. I, to be honest, I think I'm the only people. It's all. It's really just going to be me, probably, and uh, occasionally maybe some other people, but. Welcome back to the Life and Times podcast. I'm your host, Lloyd Phillips. And, uh, you know, we'll get to our episode right after a word from our sponsors. Boxing Bear Print Company. You can reach them at BoxingBear.com. Boxing Bear is an independent art studio and print company located in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Since 2011, the studio has stocked alternative art prints and paintings for its loyal customers and friends. And right now, if you subscribe to their mailing list, you can get 20% off. I mean, I'd go hit them up. As a matter of fact, these guys made my infamous podcast logo, which I'm still very much appreciative of. So go check them out at BoxingBear.com. Our next sponsor is The Cookie Barn. You can reach them at TheCookieBarnWaco.com. So they're an online cookie company, and they have a pickup location, and they'll deliver locally in the Waco, Texas area, but they also ship nationwide. So you can order for birthdays, anniversaries, reunions, showers, or just really any occasion, uh, or just enjoy them yourself. So they specialize in company and client relations, and they have discount pricing. So let your clients know and your customers know that you're thinking about them, and you appreciate their business. Also, with every purchase, you'll be satisfied knowing that you're supporting an amazing nonprofit organization and they help foster and adoptive families. So a portion of every purchase goes towards e1a.org. Encourage one another, thecookiebarnwaco.com. Winchester Ranch premium beard oil products contain unique scents that are unmatched in the marketplace. They only use natural, unfiltered, uncut oils to provide the most nourishing ingredients in your beard regime. So leave the big box beard oils for the hipsters because no self-respecting cowboy wants to work cattle smelling like a New Jersey nightclub. So whether it's AM Lumber, Outlaw, Trail Boss, or Whiskey Saddle, Winchester Ranch Beard Company has a scent for everyone. You can reach Winchester Ranch Beard Company at WinchesterRanchBeardCo.com. Once again, WinchesterRanchBeardCo.com. So normally I don't do this on my podcast just because I talk and it comes off the top of my head. But for this one, I will say when it gets to that part, uh, the correction is it is actually Vitaly Klitschko, not Vladimir. Now begin the show. Welcome back to the Life and Times podcast. You know, uh, it's Lloyd Phillips here. Um. Something happened last week that bothered me. And it bothered me more than any other event other than 9-11. Obviously, that was a pretty big deal in a lot of people's lives. Um, Which is Russia invading Ukraine. 
uh, I don't know. It's a, it's a weird thing. Now, they've already kind of been doing that in 2014. Uh, they took over a city uh, there in the in the Black Sea. Uh, I don't know. I could spell it. <laughs> Sound unintelligent to be talking about it. Uh, Samaya, I think that's what it is. So they took over that. They've been doing that stuff for, for a little bit, making those moves. Um, because they didn't want those countries. They've occupied some countries that I can't even say the name of. Uh, that was a big one, though, because it was a part of Ukraine. And then uh, they didn't want Ukraine to be a part of uh, NATO or the uh, the European Union. And so it's the first time in my lifetime that anything's happened like this. So 9-11, that was a group of terrorists that orchestrated the thing. Those terrorists were housed by uh, other countries, which is why we went into other countries and uh, and had an ongoing conflict for honestly probably a lot longer than than it ever should have lasted. Um, because I don't know, I I never said I would talk about politics on here, and I'm not. I don't even care where you stand with it. It doesn't matter. I'm not like trying to be offensive. I'm saying what's in my head. I think maybe we stayed over there a little too long. I'm not sure. Uh, what the real actual intent was other than, uh, you know, there was a terrorist attack on our country and, and we were going to go try to find who did it stretched out to a long time that I, I rambled on about that to get to this. Yeah. That was a terrible deal. That was, that was a group of people. That was an organization. It wasn't a country. Uh, and we weren't over there. You know, some people, some people would say, Oh, you're trying to impose your beliefs on us. Nobody was going over there trying to make them uh, a Christian nation. Like, nobody was doing that. Um, so, I don't think there were any, like, American ideals other than some form of democracy was, was all they were hoping for by uprooting these people. All right, all right, now, now, let me get back. I don't know if in my lifetime, and if I have, it, it wasn't by a major power occupying a, a civilized country. I don't know if in my lifetime, I don't think that's happened. I really think that that was a straight up, that is a Hitler type move. I think so. I mean, I'm sure there's another side of the story that somebody could spin, but you know, I think if most of the world uh, believes one way, one way, um, I believe they fully just occupied a civilized country and attacked them for no reason. Like that bothered me. I know this is a funny show, but typically, but I don't. You literally invaded another country because you didn't want them to join NATO and the European Union. So you so you took over. I mean, I don't know. All the countries in Europe are bunched up anyway. Like, they're all side by side. I mean, here in the United States, it's, it's almost like a luxury to be where we're at. We have Mexico and Canada. And Mexico and Canada, uh, they're all in the same union. Like, they're not going to... Um, Mexico's not ever going to invade Texas and Canada's not ever taking over Minnesota. Like, it's just not a thing that's going to happen. Ever. Under any circumstances. So, and, and we don't even really care what they do. You're going to put, you're going to put missiles on the border of Canada? No, it's never going to happen. Because, because honestly, like, we're civilized. So, for, 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 a country to take over another country and bomb its people for for no reason other than they didn't want them to be a part of the European Union, which 
I don't know. I, I think it's a Hitler move is what I think. I mean, I, that guy obviously did some other things that I, I don't believe that they're, they're diving into, but, um, but invading countries thinking that you're going to take over to control. I, I, I don't know. It's just crazy. It is. Um, and nobody's going to do anything about it. Like people are letting it happen. That's about as political as I'm going to get. I'm not trying to draw a line in the sand. I like people that listen to this show for for my for my daily humor. But uh, man, I I don't think I've ever been quite affected um, by something outside of where I live uh, ever. Like it bothers me because I mean when when you see things like this happen. Um, if they don't stop there, and and do they stop there? Like, do they? So, if they don't stop there, I mean, th- these these literally could be the first steps of the third world war, and uh, that I think that's why that that actually bothers me. That's that's a real thing, you know. I, before World War Two, I know World War One, World War Two were were fairly close together. So, well. No, they weren't like 20 25 years apart. Well, I would look, I would have been through, if I were alive the same age I am now, I would have been through two of them. So they were fairly close together. Um, you know, I, I'm sure those countries were civilized and, and just bombing out cities with civilians and, and people that have nothing to do with politics and probably don't even think about it on a daily basis. So for something like that to happen, man, it bothers me. And, and uh, you know, what do you do? Like, well, honestly, what do you do over here? You can be, you can pray about it. I'm not saying that, that doesn't work. I believe in it, but you know, the, I don't even know how you help. You just sit here and watch it unfold. It's a country a half world away. I, I don't know. It just, uh, just because they didn't want to be under the rule that they used to be under. I mean. Ukraine didn't just declare its independence from Russia like 10 years ago. If I'm not mistaken, I, once again, if you listen to the show, I don't research this stuff. I probably should. I just talk off the top of my head. But 1908, 1918, and then I always go back and look it up, which is what I'm going to do now because it bothers me that I don't know. So it's 1918 is when it is. I just looked it up. 1918, they had their own, uh, their own country. So it's not like it just happened and they're mad about it. And they're like, nah, we decided we, that's a bad deal. I, it's just ridiculous. I mean, into, I'm not trying to act like we're so much more civilized than we were then. I mean, um, I feel like the country is in more turmoil than it's been, I don't know how long. Civil War maybe? Because it's your, there's not like fighting, literal fighting in the streets over political parties. I mean, a small scale, you know, little riots, you know, people fight back and forth. But I'm not saying like, well, not in like a war kind of way, but it sure is drawn out. Like it's it's pretty hard sided. You're you're this way or you're that way, and uh, I, there's a there's a lot of people in the middle of both of it, a whole lot. The only problem is, is the people that run the country are not in the middle. They're hard sided. So there's not. We're just in a bad place. <laughs> like, I still am not acting like America's horrible. Right now, a country just got invaded. It would be like it would be like me eating dinner yesterday. Now I realize we're not bordered next to another country, 
But I'm just saying, it'd be like eating dinner. Okay, so now let me go back to the Minnesota comment because I'm in Tulsa, so it wouldn't happen. It'd be like I'd be in Minneapolis eating dinner, and then uh, I wake up tomorrow and Canada has attacked us and taken over my state. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's about the equivalent of what's happening. And, and you just have regular people who probably – I don't know. I don't live there. I don't know how, how much uh, of political thinking that happens just for the, the general public. I don't know. But it'd just be like waking up and then having your your city taken over or your country. It's literally like the movie Red Dawn. That's what it's like. So, anyway, I guess I, I guess all you can do it from here is pray. You know, I don't know. It's not like due to COVID – I don't even think you can travel to other countries. Ah, yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. Because people are doing it. So, you know, it's weird. Nobody's going to, like, turn up. <laughs> Nobody's going to be shotgun preacher, if you know that guy. Uh, he was over there looking for uh, some kind of uh, those rebels, uh, the guerrilla fighters, the rebels. Shotgun preacher. You guys know what I'm talking about? It's the it's the machine gun preacher. I think that shotgun or machine gun, whatever it is. His, his name's Sam Childers. So Sam Childers uh, is this guy, uh, a missionary type, I think originally, and and he goes to Africa, Sudan area, and um, uh, he's he's fighting the Lord's resistance army. So he's over there just taking matters in his own hands. Which, I mean, he did it. <laughs> You, you always hear that, like, hey, you shouldn't be a vigilante. You can't do that. It's against the law. Probably is in the United States, but he rolled over there, and uh, that's what he's doing. And, you know, he's made a career out of it. He was fighting, looking for Joseph Coney. All these things. I, I could probably actually do podcasts uh, uh, over that. That'd be, that'd be actually pretty interesting if I did actually research anything before I spoke about it. Uh, but that guy, right? What, are you going to turn into that guy and go to Ukraine? I mean, the Klitschko brothers, Vitaly and Vladimir Klitschko. Um, I think they're in the Army. Ukraine might be a country that uh, makes everybody be in the Army for a stint, maybe. Um, I, maybe the, the Vitalys, the Klitschkos were in um, the Army. Why do I talk about things I don't know? I don't know, right? But uh, now they're talking about picking up arms. Uh, one of those guys, Vladimir, I believe, uh, is the uh, mayor of of Kiev, Ukraine, uh, the capital, and so like they're talking about um, like taking up arms themselves, not even being diplomatic. But that's what it is. I mean, that's you got a whole country trying to trying to survive. Uh, I heard the government is giving the um, they're giving military weapons to civilians and saying take up arms and fight. I'm just, I'm just saying, I don't believe, look, there, there have been tragedies that's happened, uh, my whole life, somewhere in the world, M major ones, major tragedies, uh, that's happened since I've been born, but, but, I, but like this, but like that, I mean, we're, I, we're not talking about a little terrorist group taking over a city. You're talking about a country basically saying, we're going to take your country. You're going to be our country. I don't, I don't think that's happened in my lifetime. If it has, I, I apologize, but nothing 
has maybe not been as publicized. Maybe I didn't know about it. Maybe I was a kid, but I know about this, and this is crazy. So, uh, President Putin, this is this is what he said. I had, I had to find it because you know I'm just talking, well, like I do, you know, off the top of my head. But I have to. I had to see exactly why. Um, now I know why. The reason is why what I said. He didn't want them to join NATO. That's a fact. But what? But aside from that, um, it was needed to protect to protect civilians in eastern Ukraine, saying they have been subject to bullying and genocide by the Kiev regime. Um, and then earlier, he recognized two declared republics. I can't even say the name. I'm not going to try it. But in the in the Donbass region, as independent states. And he claimed Ukraine has launched attacks on pro-Russian rebels. Uh, Kiev is, has denied the claims, and experts have said President Putin almost certainly fabricated them to create pretext to justify an invasion. Um, and then he was compared. Putin was comparing the Kiev regime to Nazism. That's what the. Uh, I guess I should have cited that. Let me just cite that. So you didn't think it came from me? Um, I don't even world. I news, inews.co.uk. That's where I got that off the website. Yeah, I, I mean, I've, I've never really been affected. And then like that, like, it's weird. It's weird. Uh, okay. When you live daily life, um, you may have your own personal struggles. And you may even think your own personal struggles are, are like real. They are to you. Right? They are to you. Um you may not have as much money as you want. You may be close to, <laughs> maybe you don't have all the food in your house that you want. I'm wording it this way because we live in the United States. and Oh, yeah, and there are people that are hungry. That's uh, no denying. But we don't live like people live in third world countries. Like, we, like we're doing just fine. We have access to things. Um, we do. But we, our daily lives, compared to what's happening there, it's like we don't even have real problems. And what's crazy is they're not even a third-world country. They're, Ukraine is not a third-world country. And they like that's real problems there. They're not allowing um, people of fighting age to leave the country. They, they're saying you, you're going to have to take up arms. Like, you got to stay and fight. I mean, that's not happening right here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Like, it's not, oh, uh, you can't, li by the way, I mean, I live outside of Tulsa, but, you know, like, for general reference for the rest of the world, that's not happening here. People aren't saying, oh, you got to stay and fight, you can't leave Tulsa. You, you better protect, I mean, I'm not making a joke out of it, but you, you got to stay and protect uh, Driller Stadium. No, I'm not doing it, right? That's, that would, that's what you'd think. That's what you'd think on the surface now, like, saying it in a funny way. But when, when they're attacking your homeland, your freedoms, they're uprooting your kids. And I realize people can make videos all they want and sway. They can sway your mood depending on how the video is made. But to watch things on Facebook or um, uh, TikTok videos where parents are talking to their kids and they're about to separate so the families can get out uh, and move to safety while the dads stay behind to fight who's not even in the military. Guys, that's real problems. Like, so whatever problems that we think we have here, looking at that, there's things that I got going that bother me where I'm like, oh, man, this sucks. Does it suck? Like, do, does my, <laughs> are there parts that are difficult about my life? 
in in relation, no, no, nothing's hard. We don't have that problem. You know, I know. I think if we have uh, too many more years of straight turmoil like it's been, where people these days people can't even disagree. If you disagree with anybody, uh, you're like banished, like you're hated. Um, I don't know why that is. I'm not sure how it got that way. I saw some something the other day, um, and it was about the government uh, passing certain laws, and then it went back for years. I don't know, 1961, something like that. 1960s, it was showing the chart of people, uh, House of Representatives or at Senate, you know, working across the aisles. And it was like, I don't know, so many lines drawn across the aisles and to get things done. And then 70s, still kind of the same. 80s, still kind of the same. I forget the year. I think it was 95. 95, there was like this major pullback of people not crossing the aisle to help one another, not even attempting to. Uh, and then you move into the 2000s, and it was uh, – <laughs> it doesn't happen. And then, and it's like, the last chart was, like, six people, six lines crossing the aisle. Like, that's, that's where we went. I don't know what the problem is. I, I literally – I literally do believe – I do – I do believe media is the problem. Um, here, from childhood. This is, okay, this is just in my head. Sorry, today's not funny. Growing up, my mom and dad would watch the news every night, every single day. Um, I don't remember the times. 5.30 or 6, uh, ABC News would come on with Ted Koppel. And um, he would just give world news. Now I was a kid, so if something if something were there, I didn't pick up on it. If there was if there was a political agenda on the news in the 1980s, I didn't I didn't pick up on it. Then again, I was a little kid, but we watched it every day. And then uh, you start thinking about what happened after that. You moved to '95. I mean, I re I really believe it was the media. Uh, when you started having uh, different media sources, cable, cable media sources uh, competed against each other, and it and it became about ratings. Now, look, guys, once again, this is all in my head. I don't, I didn't like look at any stats for this. I just am telling you what I what I really think happened. It's not it's not a political statement at all. I, this is just my life. This is life experience. Talking, this is how, as I see it. And uh, when you had people competing for stories and they saw what, what drew the most attention, they started to cater to that. And, um, and then when that's all you see all the time as an individual. Um, and everybody, by the way, everybody's truth's different. Depending on how you grew up, depending on where you grew up, uh, everybody's different. That's, I mean, that's, but that's the beauty of America. That's why that you should all be together, right? That's why you should all work together. Um, but people have their own views of what they think it is, but it's all based on the way they grew up. So, yeah, you do have some varying views, but I just don't know where it got so hard-sided where you act like people aren't even people. And, and that's, and it's really just like social media stuff, I think. 
Because that's where people really get hardcore with their words and get harsh with their words and say things. Um, because, look, I got friends uh, on both sides, and uh, nobody fights or argues with each other. You may think of views out there one way or the other, but but you communicate and you're, and you're friends. So having said that, wh- I mean, why is that not happening? in daily life why is that now do i believe do i also think that media is possibly um do i (laughs) do i think there's way less fighting face to face uh when they get in the house of representatives whether it's state or uh, federal level yeah i don't think they're screaming at each other on a daily basis i bet there are plenty of friends that are republicans democrats now where the problem is will they go um, try to work together or vote what's right or will they just try to uh, stick to their party? Like, so you're not doing anything for the people is what I'm saying. That's, a, that's actually where I'm going with that. There's, there's a lot of just hard-lined, it's what it is, and you're not doing what's best for the general public. And the problem is, is uh, you know, when people like earmark bills, uh, that's what happens. Somebody has a thing that could be voted on for the masses, and, and, and for the most part, everybody, uh, all the representatives would, would vote for a certain bill. It would be a thing that everybody would want. But then they start throwing in uh, these little side pieces and, and writing things into the bill that shouldn't be there. And so that's actually where a lot of fighting happens. I don't know if that makes any sense. Like, it's in my head. Maybe I'm not very good at explaining it. But you'll have a bill that most of America would agree with should happen, whatever it is. And um, and then you'll have somebody uh, throw in something to the same bill that's a radical move, left or right, doesn't doesn't matter. I'm keeping this down the middle. It's a comedy show, not today, just because of what happened last week. But so you'll have somebody throw something in it that shouldn't be in it. It really favors something radical from one side or the other. Then you get the fighting about the bill. And then on national TV, you'll hear them say, oh, well, this guy didn't want this project. How could you, or he didn't want this piece of legislation done. How could you not want that? This is for the betterment of the public. How could you say no? And then that's all you hear about on the media. And they're just roasting people because they didn't vote for something that was for the good of the people. But the part they leave out is that uh, also in that bill, they've attached something that, that may be a hard uh, radical view. So, so the other side doesn't vote for it. And then you have all the fighting. And then, um, I, look, <laughs> I, don't, I don't believe that every politician that goes to Washington, I don't believe they're all idiots. I, like, I, I don't. I, one side or the other, I don't believe that they're, that they're all idiots. I, I don't. I think they're probably pretty smart people. But where the fighting comes in is, I, I believe, this is all my own personal opinion, where the fighting comes in is, is with what I just said. Like, no, I'm not backing that because you threw this thing in. I know the overall bill is for the betterment of the public, but I'm not voting for it because you're saying I got to do this. No. So, now, as a, as a guy who does not understand things at that level, I mean I, I mean, I know some stuff, but I just mean, like, how it actually comes down. When you have an issue that's for the betterment of the public, for whatever it means, how come you can't just vote on that? 
Now, somebody would have to tell me that. Why, 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 do, why do things that you vote on have to have 97? And maybe that's how it goes. I don't know. I, mean, I'm, I really, I guess I'm just asking for whoever reaches out. But why can't, if you know something's for the betterment of the public and you know that, that both sides would vote for it hands down no matter what, how come you can't just vote for that one thing that we knew everybody would agree on? And then let's build some common ground. And then maybe you can work on the other things on the side. Like, I don't get it. Anyway, is that, is that how the bills are made? Like, where you have to cram in a thousand things to one vote? You know, because then that's crazy. And, and maybe so. I mean, for all the things that are voted on all the time, I mean, there's just thousands of pieces of legislation. I don't know. It could be hundreds. You vote on hundreds of pieces of legislation. And, uh... And that's, maybe you got to cram them all in. This is completely, uh, obviously, for anybody that listens to the show, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't talk about this stuff, but I think it just really bothered me. You know, and then we're living in a country, and we all know, I mean, we're, we're not dumb. We're, everybody knows this is not normal. But, but I also don't think we were some kind of radical country always. I don't, I don't think we were that way. I didn't grow up thinking what's happening right now. I didn't grow up thinking that that was even a thing. I didn't think we were a country that hated each other. I didn't know any different at all. Uh, so, I mean, it didn't come from anywhere and I don't think it was just always there. I think it's publicized. I think things are overly publicized. Doesn't matter what it is. Either side of the aisle, I think things are overly publicized and shouldn't be, and I'm and and I do believe that they blow things. People, media. I don't care who it is; doesn't matter the source. I think things are blown out of the water to fire up your base, and then all it does is divide people more. So, yeah, I <laughs> before things get calm. Um, you know, there's always some kind of storm, or you'd be like this, the calm before the storm. But you know, I mean, storms got to happen before things calm down. So I, I guess that's what we're in the middle of. And I don't know where your where your beliefs at. I mean, I know where mine's at. I don't know everybody that listens to this show. Uh, so it's either going to get calm and normal again, or uh, or God's coming back. It's one it's one or the other. So um, yeah, that's a thing. Well, look, I'm getting ready to get off here. Do you think it's weird to say, put Pete Russell in the Hall of Fame? You think it's weird to say, put Pete Russell in the Hall of Fame at the end of this show? Uh, because uh, <laughs> I just, I said earlier, imagine your first world problems. Do you think anybody in Ukraine right now is like, man, two things I hope. I hope uh, we don't get bombed, and man, I hope they put Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame. No. They don't even care. It's a first world problem. That, that, putting Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame is, is not an issue in the world for anybody who's experiencing what they're experiencing now. I'm not, at least I try to at least I try to end it end the show on something silly, but I, all right, yeah. So put Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame, everybody. And uh, I'll see you next week. <laughs>